0: Listening to the Behavioral Wealth Podcast with Dr. Dan Pallison. Dr. Dan is a licensed clinical psychologist, a speaker, and a financial advisor. He serves as the chief of investor behavior at Keystone Wealth Partners. Dr. Dan is passionate about helping people tap into the behaviors that bring about wealth, health, and happiness. And now, here's Dr. Dan. Hey, welcome to the Behavioral Wealth Podcast. I'm Dr. Dan. Thank you so much for joining me this week. This is will be the last episode of 2021. I'll be taking next week off from recording and then we'll hit the ground running in January of 2022. So I'm excited about the direction of the podcast in 2022. Um, Got some cool interviews lined up and and just a, a few just cool topics that we're gonna be addressing. So this is the final episode of 2021 and I wanna do something fun. We're gonna play a game. I'm going to hand out the Money Script Awards. So these are the Christmas characters that embody a certain money script. And the game is this, I'm going to have three hints for each award recipient, and you're going to try and guess who I'm discussing before we get to the final clue. For each category, there's going to be a winner, there's also going to be a runner up. So two characters per category, four categories. I've got eight characters here that you're going to try and guess. So, But first, let's just review money scripts. And what is a money script? I've talked about it in previous episodes. And this is basically the the work of Dr. Brad Klontz, a fellow financial psychologist who, who he and his team have uncovered or, or really looked into this idea or the construct of money scripts. So what is a money script? A money script is a assumption or conclusion around money that we've come to often at a young age. And these ideas or these messages or conclusions around money that we've developed early on really tend to stay with us through our entire adult lives. So if you look at how you handle money now as an adult, what, how you think about money, what you do with your money, it's, it can often be traced back to some of the conclusions or assumptions that you made about money at a very early age. There's a lot of correlation between the early money scripts um, and later financial behaviors so, or financial behaviors later on in life. Again, if you think about a script, a script gives an actor the lines to say in a, a play or in a movie. It, it, it scripts out what they say, how they, how they act, what, where they stand. You know, everything they do is often um, identified in the script. In the same way, a money script really uh, dictates the way that we handle money for the rest of our lives. So the first money script is going to be money avoidance. Money avoidance is just that. It's the tendency to avoid money. It's the tendency to avoid talking about money or thinking about money. People with a money avoidant money script often have lower incomes or lower net worth. Now this isn't necessarily a judgment saying this is a good or a bad thing. It's just, it makes sense, right? If, if you tend to avoid money, you, unless you're really lucky in life, you will probably have less of it, you'll have you don't pursue it as intensely as maybe others around you. So you do take those lower paying jobs and stay there, you, you do have a lower net worth. And so if you have money avoidance, as a money script, it may not set you up well, you know, to save for retirement or to do some things that money may afford you to do later on in life, there can be some positive feelings with a money avoidance, you, you may not have money anxiety. You go through life, you're just not worried about money. You can spend without fear of consequences. you know. So in the moment, that might feel good. There's others with a money avoidant money script who have a lot of negative feelings around money. There's a lot of shame and guilt that may come with money. They feel like they don't deserve it or they're just simply afraid of having it. There's just something negative about money. So if you have this as your money script, you can see how this can play out over time. So I've got two characters that ident- uh, to who embody money avoidance. Here's the runner-up. So I've got three hints, try and guess who this character is. Hint number one, they have a low level toy assembly job without a track to advance. Number two, they're unfazed by the financial consequences of their behavior, such as cutting down trees in a protected park. They just kind of do what's in front of them. They're not really worried about the financial consequences. Okay. Do you know who this is? Hint number three, they're willing to deface or destroy property to make a temporary splash, like ruining a nice entertainment center to make a rocking horse. I am talking about Buddy the Elf. You think Buddy the Elf spends a lot of time worrying about money or thinking about money? No, he's out there to spread Christmas cheer. This is someone with a money avoidant money script. He's happy with where he's at. He's not trying to advance. He's just trying to to spread Christmas cheer by singing loud for all to hear. This is the runner up for money avoidance, the winner of the money avoidant award is the following character. Here's three hints. Number one, this individual grew up an outcast and internalized the message that he does not deserve nice things. Hint number two, literally lives in a garbage dump. You know who this is? Hint number three, this person had a mental breakdown and decided that not only does he not deserve nice things, but actually nobody does. And he decided to steal Christmas from the who's I'm talking about the grinch. The grinch is the uh, the winner of the money avoidant money script award. Okay. Money vigilance. This is the second money script, money vigilance. This actually correlates with higher net worth. People that demonstrate a money vigilant money script, what they do is they're very cautious around spending. They're they're very careful about what they spend on. They they they're very good savers. They don't like to spend a lot and even more then their money behaviors, they're not showy about it. They don't wanna share information about their wealth. They keep everything very close to the vest. They're, they're not very showy um, with their money. they And the downside of this is while they may be set up a little bit better financially, they're just not enjoying life because they're so miserable around cutting corners. So here's the, the runner up for your Money Vigilant Money Script Award. This is a woman who's very successful. She's a workaholic in the entertainment industry and who lives alone in a beautiful Malibu mansion. Hint number two, she's very suspicious of, uh, excuse me, she's very suspicious of people's intentions and doesn't let people close to her. It's a tough one. Hint number three, she has not cried since her parents divorce at age 15, and she's learned to pour herself into her work of producing movie trailers. You know who I'm talking about? You may not know the name. Bonus hint, this is my wife's favorite holiday movie. It's called The Holiday, right? The character's name is Amanda Woods, uh, played by Cameron Diaz. This is that woman who just, who again, just poured herself into her work, you know, had had a nice home, um, but just, just didn't have relationships around her because she was so closed off and, and just kept everything very close to the, to the vest. So she is the runner up of the Money Vigilant Award. The winner of the Money Vigilant Award Should be obvious. You should already know who this is. This is the absolute embodiment of money vigilance. Hint number one, does not take days off and is extremely reluctant to give days off to others. Hint number two, absolutely does not give a penny to charity. Will not give a penny to charity. Number three, bah humbug. Right? This is Ebenezer Scrooge. This is the most money vigilant character out there. Does he have a lot of money? Probably. Is he miserable? Absolutely. Okay. Third money script. And this is money worship. So this is the belief that money will solve all problems. The belief that money will solve all problems. This is someone who believes that if they just have a little bit more money, then their life will be better. Now, the danger of this is it's easy for this person to actually fall into debt. They can make decisions. It just feels like money is right around the corner. It's just right out of their grasp, but they're about to come into it. And so it's easier for them to get into debt. It's easy for them to do things now thinking that if they just get that windfall, then their life will be okay. Okay, so here's the the runner up for the Money Worship Award. It's actually two individuals here. Willing to break the law and risk freedom to obtain material goods. Hint number two, even though they've had some smaller wins, they believe that the windfall of one final successful job will just make it all for them. It's that final job and then they'll be happy and then everything will be set for these two. You know who I'm talking about? Hint number three, in spite of getting caught, getting sentenced, serving time and breaking out of prison, the first thing they do is rob a toy store on Christmas Eve. I am talking about the wet bandits, the sticky bandits, Harry and Marv from Home Alone. The bandits that just think if they just, if they just steal enough, if they just get enough of those material goods, enough of that money, then they will be set. These are money worshippers. These are the runner-ups. So here is the winner of the Money Worship Award. He's obsessed with a product that he believes will change his life. Again, he's obsessed with a product that he believes will change his life, money worship. Hint number two, every aspect of his life is consumed with securing this item or this product. He's obsessed with it, consumed by it. Hint number three, you ready? And I quote, I want an official Red Ryder Combine Action 200 shot range model air rifle. Who is this? Ralphie, Ralphie from the Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out Ralphie, right? The money worship, the belief that if he just gets that red Ryder BB gun, that everything will be set. Okay. Final money script is money status. Now, money status has a lot of similarities to money worship. Again, money worship is the belief that money will solve all problems for you. Money status is the belief that money will bring status. And by bringing status, that will solve problems for you. Your life will just be a little bit better if the people around you think more highly of you. So while money worship is more of just a focus on obtaining money, money status kind of is using the the obtaining of money as a secondary benefit, where the primary benefit is being praised by those around you. So money brings status. This is also uh, dangerous in, in getting people you know, to, to make poor financial decisions. Again, more of a willingness to get into debt, more of a willingness to spend outside of their means, because the, to be perceived as being successful or to be perceived as having money might bring status. And if, and if you obtain status, then you'll be happy. Okay, so that's the money script. Okay, so here's the runner up for the money status award. This individual is a workaholic who sacrifices time with his family. So he's a workaholic who sacrifices time with his family. Number two, he believes the perfect gift will win the admiration of his son, the adoration of his wife and the respect of his neighbors. And number three, he's willing to fight Santa Clauses and even break into the neighbor's house to steal the coveted Turbo Man. Do you know the name of this character? I did not. Howard Langston. You all know him as Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger, the greatest action hero of the '90s, uh, <laughs> lowered himself to make a family Christmas movie. I can still picture him, you know, screaming for for Turbo Man, Turbo Man, Turbo Man! I get down, <laughs> Turbo Man. I'm not a professional impressionist, but that that really burned uh, uh, an image in my brain. So, so Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Trying to get Turbo Man for his son to impress his wife and impress his son and impress his neighbors. I mean, that's a a good example of money status. But here is the winner. And and the bonus hint on this is this is my absolute favorite Christmas movie and my favorite Christmas character. So the winner of the money status award, unlike the previous uh, character, this is a family man who yearns for the love and the respect and the praise of his family and, and his extended family. He really longs for for that praise from from family. Hint number two, he overspends on the holidays and overspends on a backyard renovation, again, to impress his family and his neighbors. Number three, he causes a citywide blackout to have the brightest house in the neighborhood. You know who this is? This is Clark Griswold. Right, out there at night struggling with the extension cords, just trying to get his house lit up. You know, meanwhile, his neighbors are blinded by that light when it finally comes on. Why is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot. The Christmas Vacation, National Lampoons Christmas Vacation, Clark Griswold, um, the, the winner of the Money Status Award. So that's it, you guys. I just I again appreciate you you listening in today. Um, I guess my wrap-up is just you know this this is hopefully kind of a fun activity I want I want to bring to light some of these money scripts and, and how they're different from each other but I encourage you all to do some introspective work you know what are your money scripts are, are you more money avoidant are you you know you could be a positive money avoidant person like buddy the elf or or you could be you know a really really bitter scared you know shameful money avoidant type of person like the Grinch are you more money vigilant are you doing a good job saving and living in a frugal way, but at the expense of living life to its fullest. And if so, you may be acting more out of a money vigilant type of a money script, you know, or, or maybe you believe that money can solve problems either directly like through money worship, or indirectly by having everyone around you think more highly of you, that money status. So whatever the money script is, you know, I encourage you to try to identify it and just look at how does it continue to play out in your life because we can't do much on in terms of, of, you know, improving ourselves and improving upon our financial behaviors if we don't have a good idea of where they come from. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. That really helps to get the word out about behavioral wealth. And before acting on anything regarding your finances, please seek the counsel of an independent financial advisor. If you're looking for a place to start, check out thebehavioralwealthpodcast.com where you can schedule a free phone consultation with me to help you down the path towards behavioral wealth. Thank you so much for listening. Here's to creating the rhythm in our lives that brings about wealth, health, and happiness. I'm Dr. Dan. This was the Behavioral Wealth Podcast.